You can miss your chance, you know. You can miss your chance, and it's the worst to miss your chance, you know, because if you have spent so many years around the master or several masters and so on, you don't get it, and then what happens is that many years later, because even people like from Osho and Radis, and even from Papaji or whichever masters they've been to. And they didn't really get it. They didn't complete their sadhana. They are not liberated souls in this world, you know. And now, if they come to satsang, you see, if they are here and you start to speak satsang, they can't take it. They have to leave. They have to go. They are going as well too, because either their ego come and tell them, "But you know all of this already. You've done this already." But you've not done it. You just sat there. You've not done it. You've not, so to speak, you know. You've not really done it, you know. So they come. They, when they come to satsang, if they happen to be here, you know, like I see some people who came, and uh, they've been with Osho or they've been with Papaji or whatever, and they come to satsang, and then you see they something disturb them, and it's either because they've heard they they mind tell them you've heard this before, you know this, but yet if you really knew it, why would you be disturbed? You see, they they have to leave because they feel uncomfortable or. You know, whatever, you know. So I say they blow their chance, and it's like it's very difficult to regain that enthusiasm, that openness that you had earlier, because you went with a distraction that took you away. And once it takes you away and it gets you, it's very difficult to come back. It's like, for instance, you take a certain kind of drug, and when you're in the influence of this drug, you cannot think of who you were before, what you're doing. You're just in the space of this truck. You see? And only when they come, even some people, they've been to satsang for, for even they come here even. Then they go back and they're in the world, so to speak. When I say the world, I don't mean talking about the earth and the cities. I'm talking about in the mind. The what they've used the city to create some strangeness in their mind. And then they find it very difficult to, to come back. It always made postponing. But when they do come back, you know, some of them, after two or three days or one or two days, you see, already they're collapsing into the, into the space because they feel they say, "My God, how could I forget? You know, it's so wonderful." And, but when they're out there, they were not having that feeling. Their minds were taken up with, you know, their personalities and uh, other people's personalities and all of this. So until you are cured of that um, tendency. You're not really out of the fire, you know. And at the moment, uh, Papaji's statement, when he was asked, he was asked by some students, you know, Papaji, you speak about vigilance. Do you also have to be vigilant? And the master said, "To my very last breath, I must be vigilant." 
And it must have been found to be shocking by some people. They think, oh my God, you know, I mean, there's no end to this. But I don't hear it like that. I hear that you cannot be complacent. Something is there, and still, as long as your vital force is here and the consciousness and the body is here, you know, some potential to be distracted or to, you know, slowly, you know, some vines want to come back, some weeds want to come. And you have a lot of strength in you, you know, to kind of pull them up or to ignore them, to burn them. But slowly, slowly, you can find yourself being pulled into some kind of destruction if you're not really. You have to be ruthless sometimes, you know. And uh, what is the difference between an awakened being and uh, an unawakened being? For the awakened one, they're they are never out of consciousness. They always are somehow, you know. They always remember themselves. They always win themselves. Whereas the unawakened one is always in their present or the mind. You see, they're always sort of like focus on the world and what what the mind is looking at, what the mind thinks, and so on. And so, their first love, their first attention is to the mind and not to themselves. The one who is awake is always in the self. It's always somehow the self is is the root of all things. You begin in the self, you continue in the self, you end in the self. And all those beginnings and endings they are just phenomenal for you. Um, you always say this uh, you don't see the world um, as it is, you see the world as you are. And inside there was like a complete flip like I've heard it many, many times, but inside then I heard, yeah. I don't see the world as it is. I see the world as I am. Yeah. So it like completely changed. Like, so I don't see the world through my projections. I see the world as I am. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes, yes. Like yes. it flipped. You can. There's two ways you can hear it. No, the, I don't see the world. It's, bo- it's right both ways actually. Yes. I don't see the world as the world is because the world's not different from you actually. I am seeing the world as I am, whatever I am in that moment, as my person, as whatever. Or I'm not seeing the world as it is. I'm seeing the world as the I am itself, and from the I am itself. Yes. Yes. You see. <laughs> so beautiful, huh? Uh, I am of the nature that is Brahman alone. I am of the nature that is pure awareness. I am of the nature of truth. Om Namah
Tschüss.